and welcome back in honor of May the 4th we're releasing this episode on May the 4th and we have not one but two segments for you from our episode geek we talk about psychological theories around geek culture and would you potentially be borderline narcissistic if you think you're a geek not our words i promise to cap it all off we end with a little bit of fun geek trivia about superman star trek and why do superheroes wear their underpants outside we unravel that mystery in this podcast right here right now take a listen In fact, very interesting aside to this, but there's a proper academic study that's been conducted on geek culture, and one of the hypotheses that they've come up with is called the Great Fantasy Migration Hypothesis. To really sum it this up, according to the study, there is a very strong link between geek culture and narcissism. Oh. <laughs> Uh, there has been a lot of counter to this but the idea of just sort of wanting to escape into fantasy it almost suggests that you know you're trying to escape reality and you don't want to confront reality and so you go into these delusions of grandeur by living your life through these fantastical mm. characters that you become obsessed with and so the study is trying to establish some link to certain narcissistic personality traits and geek culture there has been a lot of criticism however around this yeah i want to criticize it because i feel like this is directed at me yeah a lot of yeah a lot of other <laughs> geeks have also uh, with the same motivation <laughs> criticized it there is a case study of this patient in an asylum his name was kirk allen and he had an extraordinary fantasy life that was modeled on science fiction mm-hmm. and he believed at the same time that he was a scientist on earth and simultaneously an interplanetary emperor see i can relate to that yeah he believed very genuinely that he could enter his other life by mental time travel into the far off future where his destiny awaited him with scenes of power respect and conquest both military and sexual does seem like very one end of the spectrum if we bell curved this he would be at like he would be really at the <laughs> complete edge so one of the extremes and in the same breath ursula guen who is a very popular science fiction author has spoken about how one of the essential gestures of science fiction it sort of allows people to do a sort of pull themselves back from the reality that we're living in and therefore view it in order to see it better mm. so what it does is if you have a piece of science fiction that pulls you into the universe at large rather than just establishing you as you know on planet earth suddenly you're able to pull yourself back from the reality that you're a part of and be able to see a much larger picture and therefore it allows you to make much more sense of the society of your time showing a fresh your peculiar psychology culture and politics in a way that you would not if you were completely immersed in it so they're both sides of the equation i think i tend to agree with the latter as well mm, but i like it <laughs> i i do feel like a lot of the criticism comes from there and you kind of like just fancy of the language a little bit because i i mean obviously there is there is a psychological element behind why people are drawn like certain people are drawn to it and others aren't etc but yeah and there are other theories like you know i mean there could just be a sense to sort of have to belong to something bigger than yourself or belong to a community and you know so those are also like yeah. equally valid hypotheses or to just engage with something much more deeply because that this is one of them cool So basically I went down this massive rabbit hole on geek trivia in my research okay there is so much stuff it's amazing but I came across a few that I found quite interesting one of which is around this lady called Jo Trimble mm-hmm. and so it's actually a husband wife duo and they are heavily credited with being a part of a campaign called the Save Star Trek campaign <laughs> I love it which, already yeah which allowed the series to run for an additional third season rather than being cancelled after two 
Uh, the other campaign that they are particularly associated with and have played a huge hand in is they basically campaigned to NASA to have the first of NASA's space shuttles named Enterprise after the spaceship on Star Trek. Aww. And what this earned them, it's very sweet, but what this earned them is uncredited roles as crew members in Star Trek The Motion Picture. Uh, and they were allowed to play extras in full costume. Oh, bless. I love that. I know. I, I, I love Trekkies. They're so involved. <laughs> I'll let Dean know. <laughs> um, and then the, a couple of others. One is a little bit of Superman trivia. Mm-hmm. Apparently, in the original Superman, as in research, the character was A, not called Clark Kent. He was called Bill Dunn. Bill Dunn was a homeless man who was waiting in line in a soup kitchen when a professor, Ernest Smalley, offers him food and new clothes in exchange for his participation in an experiment. Oh. What this then did, yeah, was that he gave him a portion that makes him telepathic and then also eventually turns him into Superman. But Superman was not the good Superman we know now. He develops a taste for power and in the process kills Professor Smalley, tries to take over the world, but realizes that he needs the potion to continue to have his powers and then he doesn't know how to make the potion and eventually he goes back to a life without powers and back to the soup kitchen line. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. a quick week-long yeah. adventure. <laughs> Gets superpowers, kills someone. Oh, no, no, I'm back in the soup kitchen line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, quick turn around there. <laughs> also, interestingly, I like how they've chosen the most boring name for him. I think the last name Dunn has, the word has origins in the word brown. Really? Yeah. Because I, I remember reading hmm. a book where a Scottish character was called Dun Bonnet and in Gaelic, Dun means brown. Oh, wow. Look at that. Random factlet. Pouting out information. <laughs> yeah, apparently, eventually his name was changed from Bill Dunn to Clark Kent uh, and he was named after actors Kent Taylor and Clark Cable. Oh, what? Wow, that yeah. blows my I, I genuinely thought that Clark Kent would have come after Superman. I don't know why. <laughs> but that's that's cool. Yeah, so they named him after a movie star. More glamorous than Bill Brown. Yeah, movie stars. <laughs> All right. So last question uh, for my Greek trivia bit. Why do superheroes wear their underwear outside of their pants? This is a big discussion online, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I want to say aesthetics. <laughs> Yeah, you're not you're not far off actually. Really? I was joking. Um, <laughs> no, but you're yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. So apparently, you know, it's supposed that superheroes were attired to mimic circus performers and acrobatic because, you know, the kind of stunts that they did yeah. was sort of akin to the kind of stunts that circus performers and acrobatics were doing. And because acrobats wear these really tight leggings and they wear these shorts over those leggings, you know, mm. the circus performer outfit, superheroes were, were styled accordingly and therefore they started wearing their underwear outside of their pants. Cool. I'm sure acrobats, like modern day acrobats are like, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. There is also another very interesting theory around this, which is, you know, the most superheroes lost their parents at a very early age. Oh, yeah. And so no one really could tell them where the underwear goes. Oh, and no. So... That's such a mean joke. <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's a really <laughs> dark joke. <laughs> but that is also apparently another origin for why superheroes wear their underwear over their pants. Cool. Just a sad childhood. <laughs> All right, 
If you enjoyed the podax, please like always go ahead and take a listen to the full length episode. Geek was the sixth episode that we recorded and released. Also, if you haven't heard, we have upgraded our monthly culture newsletter. It was already super cool and now it is just super super cool. We come across a bunch of stuff by researching for our episodes and just in by living our lives in general and now we have a place to put it all in and share it with you guys. So, guaranteed to make you the most interesting person in the room, I promise. If you'd like to take a read, just go over to our Instagram and drop us a DM. where at belly research facts and we will send you a copy you can also subscribe to the newsletter directly on our website www.artnadas.in also if you don't already drop us a follow on instagram at belly research facts and you can also drop our parent company the deliverers of probably relevant the world's coolest newsletter a follow on their instagram at artnadas and we'll see you soon with our next products and very very soon with season 2 which launches on the 2nd of July save the date you guys all right bye